The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two now streaming only on Disney Plus. Avec notre premier choix au repêchage, with our first pick in the 2022 NHL draft, the Canadiens de Montréal sont fiers de repêcher from the Slovakian national team and TPS Turku. Yuri Slavkovsky. And there you have it. It's an upset. Uh, Montreal went with the big European winger uh, to maybe cement their first uh, line with uh, Suzuki and Caulfield. Uh, the attitude of Slavkovsky this week has been impressive, to say the least. Really, really cool. And congratulations to him becoming the first Slovak to be taken first overall. Great for, for Slovakia and a rising classic hockey power in Europe. Matt, your instant reaction. I, I got to be honest, disappointed. I, I was looking forward to the Habs taking the center. But if I put myself behind him, because obviously I have to. I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan, so I'm going to get behind whoever they pick. Let's face it, he's, he's got legitimate talent. And uh, this is a guy who's gone out to the media and and straight up said that he'd like to play on the wing with Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki. So, you know, let's, let's see him put his money where his mouth is, I guess. A lot of people are saying, and I think I would agree in general consensus, that he is the most NHL-ready player uh, in the draft class right now in the top 10. So I think he probably slots in with the Montreal Canadiens next season. And maybe he gets his wish. Maybe he does get to play on the wing with uh, Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki. If you can't produce with those two, then then you know it's a, it's a bad pick. But uh, I guess we're going to find out. It's really interesting because when he has been surrounded by good players, strong players, as he has in the Slovak national team, he has really succeeded. Uh, partly in, in the Olympics, he was outstanding. It's a minor tournament at that point. But and, and people look at his uh, scoring in the World Championships, where he was surrounded again uh, with, with superb players from, from Slovakia. But uh, really, really interesting is, though, that his best game in, in the World Championship was actually against Canada. Yeah, I mean, and the, the weird thing is a lot of people were singling out a game against Kazakhstan, right? And, oh, that was his best game. It's like, you know, I was really impressed when I saw him against Canada. I mean, that out of all the teams that you're going to play in those tournaments, let's face it, neither of the tournaments that he did really well in were A teams. That, that was my main issue with your Slavkovsky. Uh, but the fact that he was able to do that against men, the fact that he was able to play a game like that against Canada, which even their D team is better than some countries' A teams, I mean, he's got legitimate skill. My, my only concern with him is, you know, when you look at those uh, numbers in the Liga, you know, what was it 31 games and 10 points? That doesn't scream first overall draft pick to me. I did, however, get a chance just the other day when I was working on uh, some draft profiles and stuff uh, to go and take a look at some of his highlights from the Liga. And, you know, I've, I've heard people say that skating is a concern with him. I'm not concerned about his skating. He skates extremely well for a six foot four kid. 
that hasn't even grown into his frame yet. I mean, if, if he can do that against men already, I think with the right skills coach, you know, we're going to be able to adapt this game to the NHL and he's going to have success. The question is how much success the Habs need him to be the best player out of this draft class. So I, I hope the people who think that that's the case are right about it. He can score from a lot of different areas. Most often the home plate area. Uh, his shot is pretty decent. Um, or it's it's actually quite good. But he also scores from very in close where you where you might see him working very well with uh, Suzuki and Calfield that are more players on the outside. Yeah, and you know, I think especially the fact that he does a lot of the work in that home plate area helps with being on a line potentially with Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield. You know, Cole Caulfield is a shooter, right? Slavkovsky, the fact that he has a good shot so he can hurt you from the outside is nice, but the fact that he does a lot of work inside that home plate area is a big thing. They need somebody who can go in on puck retrieval. They need somebody who can uh, be a net front presence, and he appears to be capable of doing both of those things. Uh, again, when I was looking at some of those highlights of him, I noticed that one of one of the really, I think, less talked about aspects of his game is puck retrieval. When he gets into board battles, he can in tight, he can get a stick lift on you and take the puck off you real quick. Um, he's shifty with it, and it's it's interesting, and I think it would be a very intriguing idea to put him on a, a line with Caulfield and Suzuki. We'll see if that's what they end up doing. I think they're at the very least going to have to try it out in uh, in preseason and find out if, if what I'm saying is correct. We've seen uh, the development of especially called Caulfield and Martin Saint-Louis. Um, they're similar kind of players. How can we see Martin Saint-Louis bring out the best of, of the uh, Juraj Sapkowski. Well, I think he's made it quite clear that his number one focus when it comes to the players that he has coming in, especially the young players, is development. So I think he's going to put him in a position to succeed. I mean, obviously, he's not the same, you know, build of player as Juraj Sapkowski. We just saw him on stage uh, standing next to Batman and Hughes and everyone else. He is a massive kid. Uh, but Marty St. Louis understands the game very well. And I think he knows how to put him in a position to succeed. And that's how we're going to see him develop uh, to the best of his ability, because they're going to give him the opportunity to do precisely what he does best. I think that's where Marty St. Louis comes in, not necessarily only with players that are similar to him, but specifically just knowing how to put players in a position to succeed. If he can do that with uh, Cole Caulfield, then I think he could do it with Slavkovsky as well. We're recording this literally seconds after the pick has been made. And uh, Kent Hughes is on the TV right now. I can't really hear what he's saying. Uh, but there will be follow-up articles on um, Ice on the Prize. And we'll analyze this and we'll analyze the whole draft. Um, just before we quit, Matt, um, do you expect Montreal maybe to move up now in order to grab a center in the teams or maybe even low uh, single digits or high single digits? They need a center. I don't know what they're going to do now. So I think you have two options, right? To me, it screams they're trading up and they're going to move maybe Josh Anderson. Um, I, I think Josh Anderson is probably the candidate because there's been a lot of smoke around him recently, but they're going to move probably him, maybe the 26 picks so they can move up higher in the draft and get a center. Um, the other option is you hope that somebody falls into your lap at number 26. There are a couple of candidates that I like personally. Uh, I am a pretty big fan of Luca Del Bell Blues. I also like Owen Beck, but you also might be able to wait for one of those guys at 33 
You know, there are mock drafts where I've seen those guys going around there as well. So if they want to get a higher end center, they're going to have to trade up. Um, and it looks like the devils are about to take uh, Simon uh, Nimich. So I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but Nimitz. Nimitz. All right. If that's the case, you know, if Shane Wright starts falling and falling and falling, maybe there's a deal to be made so they can still end up getting him. But uh, maybe I've got my uh, my hopes up a little bit too much. They need a center. I think they're going to either have to trade up or hope that somebody falls into their lap, basically. You've been listening to Absent Minded Extra with the first overall pick and instant reaction. Thank you, Matt. Uh, we'll keep um, pushing the NHL draft uh, coverage here on Ice on the Price, and we'll be back with the Absent Minded Extra for the first round, no matter where the pick is being made. Thank you, guys.